there's, there's a squeeze coming no. on metals. And that's what, that's the good news. I guess. Special coverage of the New Orleans Investment Conference is brought to you by Victoria Gold, leading Yukon's new gold rush. Welcome back to the New Orleans Investment Conference. I'm Kai Hoffman, JR Mining Guy on Twitter and CEO of the SOAR Financial Group. And I'm joined by Brent Cook, founder. What is it, what's the official title now at Exploration Insights? Advisor. Advisor. advisor yeah, senior to, advisor. Senior advisor at Exploration Insights. Yeah. Geologist by background, obviously. We've had him on the program. I don't think you need a lot of introduction. So it's great to have you. It's good to see you in New Orleans. Always great. Yeah. Saw each other last, I think, in Vegas in late March, where the mood was a bit different. It was much better. It was a much better mood. Uh, it was right after the first Fed rate hike before we realized that uh, party's over. Yep. And yep. now we're sitting here and discussing tax loss selling, another drop in gold, uh, what to buy, if to buy, when to buy. And uh, we'll, we'll get into that, I guess. And uh, let, let's start off with your presentation title, or with your presentation, though. You had a 20-minute presentation on stage yesterday. It was a full house. What did you talk about? Well, the title was... Um Accurate observations, inaccurate conclusions, and I gave some, you know, real-life examples of, of where you can observe something. For instance, I think the first thing I did was, you know, carbon dioxide versus temperature over mm -hmm. the past eight hundred thousand years. Yeah. And the observation is, well, global warming, the warming, and the CO two increase comes two hundred to eight hundred years after the actual initiation of warming. So the conclusion. No inaccurate conclusion is that therefore CO2 is not causing warming. No. That's inaccurate. It is this time because it's different. So anyway, I went through and explained no. explained why that is. And then we went into mining stocks and um, one of the first ones I used was a lot of companies with, you know, marginal deposits, we'll call them, will compare themselves on a market cap per ounce in the ground basis no. with other companies saying we're undervalued you know, there's a 10x appreciation potential here. Yeah. Where, in fact, the deposit's no good. <laughs> you know, to be honest. <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> but uh, like, that's a good, inaccurate conclusions. Exactly. Right? Like, I think that's the theme here, like interpreting exploration news. Mm -hmm. Like, you, you read headline numbers, let's say you read 100 meters of 0.8 grams gold, right? This sounds fantastic at first, yep. but then you see where it is and you look at location, and it's like, yeah. Or depth, like it doesn't give you the depth where it was hit. Like some of those holes have been hit 700 meters deep. Yeah, exactly. Like there's an example that comes to mind. I don't, I don't want to mention it, but uh, I okay. think you've talked about it before. I have. <laughs> so that sort of doesn't fit the narrative, right? So is that sort of what you talked about then yesterday as well? Yeah, it's, it's really important to view these results in context. Um, as you say, you know, where it's located, how deep it is, what's the metallurgy? Is it oxidized or is it... Sulfide is it refractory, meaning how hard is it to recover? Uh, those things all play into what would an initial initially look like a really good deposit. And I talked about uh, metal equivalents, you know, gold equivalent or silver equivalent. Um, and the example I gave was a company reported 150 meters of what was it? 150 grams. No, it's 400 meters, no. 150 grams silver equivalent. Yet the silver only comprised six percent of that value. <laughs> so yeah. it, it's, it's more of a cadmium, cadmium equivalent than usually, or I've seen that mixed in. Yeah, that gets before. thrown in. Yeah, the more stuff sure. they throw in, and, and it, for gold and silver, it's it's probably okay, yeah. assuming the recovery is simple. But when you start throwing in other, you know, base metals and weird stuff, 
they require often a different type of recovery, and so it's it's not equivalent. But they're not payables. Like you don't get paid on cadmium; it's a penalty on the concentrate. Generally, yeah, that's right. So it's like, how does that make sense? It should be subtracted from it, it not added to it. Exactly. So that's another discussion, like equivalence as well. Mm -hmm. Like you just gave your opinion, but like, is there a way to sort of get rid of it or to look through that? Is there something in the fine print you look for when you see it? Well, certainly, and they'll they'll break out this, you know, assay equivalent into you know percent zinc, lead, no. silver, um, tin, whatever. So they, you break that out, and then you you know what what was the silver percent representative of the whole thing? And in the example I gave, it was six percent, but it was still reported as a silver equivalent, and it wasn't. That doesn't so make it's this like, you know the point being, this is not a silver deposit. No. It might be an, it, probably an economic deposit. But it's a polymetallic deposit. It's not no. a silver deposit. You just give me our YouTube title, by the way. This is not a silver deposit. Because so <laughs> silver works really well, I've noticed, on YouTube. So we got to talk a bit more silver. Oh, yeah. Silver <laughs> squeeze. we got to talk about silver, silver squeeze. squeeze. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. No, that works really well. Um, but any, any companies you're looking at right now, in, in, in March, everything was more like we were optimistic. We looked at ideas. Now it looks like we're looking more for ideas what to divest, not what to buy. What I've been doing, personally, is I've... I've dumped everything. I've taken my tax losses already. I took them in August, basically. Um, and I bought a couple of companies recently, but with the idea that I'm probably going to watch them go down for a while. Uh, my sense is what I'm here at this show and what I'm do spending most of my time is, is I want to find maybe a dozen companies that I really believe and think have the potential to find a major discovery or have a major deposit that's high enough margin that some other company is going to come in and buy them out. They've got to have at least a year and a half of cash or, you know, I can see that they're going to get it. Um, and I'm going to pick, not the bottom, but I, I think, I mean, there's, there's no doubt in my mind we're going into recession. There's no doubt in my mind the shit's going to hit the fan by the end of this year. And that's the time you want to step in and start buying these companies that you know can make it through the downturn. That's, that's what I'm doing. Good point. And we, we briefly talked about tax loss selling, and you mentioned it. You already did that in August. So why, why are you buying right now and not waiting till let's say, mid-end of November where you see more of a clearer trend? Well, Although the trend has already been clear like for the last eight months. I'm not going to pick the bottom. Yeah. Um, what have I bought recently? I bought Arizona, Sonora, mm -hmm. and Copper. Um, and it's down from when I bought it. But I went there and looked at it. Joe and I went and looked at I've it. I've been there, actually. It's, it's yeah. a good deposit. And it's not recognized out there. Um, I bought Bravo, mm -hmm. which Brazil. is in Brazil, a, a nickel PGM deposit. Yeah. Tons of money. Excellent management. Good deposit. Yeah. Good jurisdiction. You know, with the expectation that it's going to come off in price. Yeah. But I'm not going to pick the bottom, so I'm just... You know, I'm not spending much money. I'm no. not. If I buy something, I'm going to sell something to, to buy it with. So I'm not deploying new man, new cash yeah. right now. What was one of the key takeaways of your presentation? What was on the last slide that you would want wanted investors to walk away from? Um, or with <laughs> subscribe to Exploration Insights. <laughs> okay, the second to last slide. <laughs> second to last slide. <laughs> what was it? Um, basically, do your due diligence. This sector is going to rock, but it's going to be 
tough before it gets there. And I think there's no doubt that we are not producing and finding enough new deposits to fill the demand. I mean, everything we use right now, you know, your folks sitting at home listening to this, um, there's nothing in their room that does not have some connection to metal somehow. Uh, and that's just going to get to be bigger and bigger. And it's taking for a, a big copper deposit from discovery to production is a 10 to 20 year process. So we, we, we're not, there's, there's a squeeze coming no. on metals. And that's what, that's the good news, I guess. Talking about that in more detail, do you have a regional focus where you're looking? Are you going to stay in North America, South America? Like how attractive is Peru and Chile for you right now? Kazakhstan, I've recently been to. I thought that looked great. Kazakhstan is like, good. Uh, it's, it comes, you know, the country, and then it comes down to the real locality, like Argentina, uh, Santa Cruz Province, great place to be. Yeah. Um, Mendoza Province, a bad place to be, you know. And then it even comes down to where you're located in terms of, that, you know, are you, is your deposit under a, a nice church? Yeah. Or a Had rich that guy issue back before? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so no, I'm. It depends on the jurisdiction. I mean, there's places I won't Cause, go. Because you mentioned Arizona, for example. Like, so okay, I'm yeah, thinking, that's like, a good point. Will you go into the U.S.? And Arizona's annoying, since you brought up the example. Like, they're, A, they're permanent, they're on private. Like, exactly. So. so Arizona has had some real problems uh, with companies getting their permits and such and water. No. So Arizona, Sonora has, has the water. No. They, on private land, they're mostly permitted and the county and city they're in is on board. So, you know, you've checked off the real problems, they're not, not there, so that's, yeah. that's good. You can go to someplace else there in Arizona and it ain't gonna work. Exactly. Now it leads me a bit to the NIMBY discussions as well, like not in my backyard discussions. And we can spin that into a bigger conversation because it comes back down to inflation. Because if you want to bring back facility or like mining back into the country, mm -hmm. you have higher labor costs than elsewhere in the world, and you can't control some of the things that happen elsewhere. Yeah, and inflation—it's—it's it's a bigger topic. I think you can hold. It's not transitory. If you look at it, because all of a sudden you have cost inflation. Because yep. U.S. dollar is more expensive right now. The U.S. Yeah. dollar is extremely strong. Bringing yeah. home and having to buy abroad makes it more expensive. So, uh, we can go on. That's way over my head. Oh, it's like, that's why I have experts on, to be honest. So yeah. that's why I bring them on. So do we have that discussion, right? Um, no, it's like overall theme here at the conference. Is there like a buzzword that you've picked up? Like one, one, I'll give you an example. Digital currencies was one I picked up here last 24 hours. I've heard quite often. Yeah, I don't really pay attention to a lot of what goes on here. I mean, <laughs> there's some really smart people here. Really great presentations. This is a great show. Um, but there's always a theme that next year gold's going to the moon, next year the dollar's going to crash, and I've been hearing that for 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you know, it's we thought right it was going to happen 10 days ago, and then we're back at the same level we were 11 days ago. Exactly. So. I don't know how many people I've seen claim they called the bottom two weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, I guess they're calling it again. So what, what keeps you busy now? The next three months? What what are you looking at? You said you're doing some due diligence on companies you're going to buy. Yeah, I'm going to go visit some projects in Nevada nice. later this month. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go play a volleyball, beach volleyball As tournament in Mexico in As November. Okay, yeah. You know, I mean, that's what I'm doing. Awesome. <laughs> you're living the life. 
senior advisor. Exactly. Love it. <laughs> Fantastic. Brent, thanks so much for coming on. Always love our conversations. Yeah, likewise. And uh, where can we find more? Brent Cook Geo on Twitter, I think. Yeah, I'm, I am on Twitter. Uh, and then Exploration Insights. Go there. There's you know, information for free. And if you ask Joe, he'll probably send you a, a sample letter just to see what he does, yeah. which is, you know, it is the best letter out there, in my opinion. Well, I'm a subscriber, so you don't have to yeah. sell me. Right Fantastic. On. Brent, thanks so much for coming on, yep. and I'll see you around. Everybody else, thank you so much for tuning in. SF Live special coverage from the New Orleans Investment Conference. Hit that like and subscribe button. Follow us here on YouTube and Twitter, and uh, leave a comment. We want to hear what you think about what is going on in the markets and uh, what do you think of this conversation. Thank you so much, and we'll be back with more soon.